the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Welcome to that show. Has it been funny in years? An SNL podcast. I'm your host, Nick DiGilio. I'm a podcaster, comedy writer, and performer, graduate of the Second City, a Saturday Night Live expert and historian. And each week, we look back at everything SNL the best, the worst, the good, the bad, the classic, the forgotten. We'll talk about full seasons and full casts, behind the scenes stories, episodes, sketches, SNL's historical significance, and much, much more. Sometimes I'll have guests, sometimes I won't, but I will always prove with every episode. That that tired cliche that you hear all the time, that show hasn't been funny in years, is absolutely wrong and not true. Episode 53, that's where we are. This is the Radio Misfits Podcast Network, and it is time to talk about guested, but never hosted. Uh, I've chosen six really talented people, very, very funny and talented people, who have appeared on Saturday Night Live briefly, Sometimes as surprise guests, sometimes popping up in cameos, sometimes in cold opens, sometimes during monologues. Uh, But these are really, really talented performers, actors, actresses, very funny people um, who have never hosted the show. And now, I'm I'm putting this out there for you. And by the way, I would love to hear from you, um, your choices for, there are so many great talented performers who have never hosted SNL. Like surprising number of people who have never hosted SNL. You think, yeah, they must have hosted you know, SNL's been on for 49 years, and there are so many incredible performers out there who have been performing for decades, or even new performers, or hit, or, you know, like really hip performers that have not hosted. And you think about some of the people who have hosted, and you go, how the hell have these people hosted? A lot of people, you know, who you never heard of, or people who were one-trick ponies who have hosted. But all of these amazing, seasoned, very, very funny veterans or great performers have never hosted. Now, who do you think should host Saturday Night Live who has not hosted yet? Who would you love to see host SNL? You know that they would kick ass. You know that they would be funny. And you've always thought, man, oh, man, why has this person never hosted SNL? Leave your thoughts uh, with me. You can uh, leave them on a voicemail at at 773-417-6948. Who do you think should host SNL? And uh, we'll talk about that. Well, I've I've picked six people who uh, have never hosted SNL, but who have appeared on SNL. And we will hear their brief or sometimes a little bit longer appearances on SNL. Um, In uh, one case, the the person has appeared twice on SNL and has still not hosted. In the other cases, they've only appeared once. All of the people have only appeared once. The other five people have only appeared once and under different circumstances and in different ways. But each one of these people should at some point have hosted SNL or should host sometime in the future. So, six people who have appeared on SNL, but have never hosted. So, guested, but never hosted. Um, Yeah. So, and and also, give give me a shout-out on who you think should host SNL, who it ever has. Because the list, I mean, I could just go on and on. I have a ton uh, on this massive list of people who should have hosted SNL by now and should host in the future. So, and I don't want to get into who shouldn't have hosted. That could be five episodes deep. We could go... I could do I could do a 55-hour episode on the people who should have never hosted SNL but did. Meanwhile, these six people who have briefly appeared on episodes of Saturday Night Live have never hosted it. So let's get in with the most obvious one, the, the most qualified one. Because some people are like, well, maybe these actors, maybe these actresses, uh, they, they're dramatic. A lot of these actors and actresses are dramatic, and they're not really considered comedic. They're not really considered funny. So why do you think that they should host SNL? Well, let me get this one out of the way. Mindy Kaling. Kaling has never hosted Saturday Night Live. She's only appeared once, and she didn't say a thing in her appearance. Um, Mindy Kaling obviously has credits and a pedigree and should have hosted Saturday Night Live at one point. She was about to be hired as a writer for Saturday Night Live. Um, She was going to write for 30 Rock and appear on 30 Rock, which obviously was created by Tina Fey, who obviously is an all-star 
uh, major cast member and writer and creator and producer in the world of SNL. And then she ended up writing and uh, directing and appearing in uh, The Office and then would go on to do The Mindy Project and other things. She's appeared in movies. She's done great voiceovers. She obviously is a comedic talent. She is obviously completely qualified to host Saturday Night Live. And of the six people that I hosted, she is the most obvious choice to host Saturday Night Live and the most obvious of your thought process thinking, how the hell has she not hosted Saturday Night Live? So Mindy Kaling revealed in 2009 that she was forced to turn down her dream job of working at 30 Rock because she was already writing and appearing in the office. She said, I had halfway through season two been invited to audition for SNL um, for the cast, but I was under contract at the office. And I sat down with Greg Daniels and I asked him, it would be my dream to be a cast member of Saturday Night Live. And he's like, you have a job here. I don't understand why you would want to leave. And I said, I know. It's just that it's my childhood dream to be in the cast of Saturday Night Live. So she was also considered to write for 30 Rock, the TV show, but then also in real life, considered to work in 30 Rock, where Saturday Night Live is. So she could have had a job as a cast member of SNL. Didn't do it, worked for The Office, and of course has created her own incredible comic empire in terms of working on television and in movies and being a great comedic voice, a very original and hilarious, hilarious woman. Um, But she should host Saturday Night Live. Now, I'm going to play her only appearance on Saturday Night Live. As we are, I'm going to play all six of the, of the celebrities that I'm talking about, all six of the performers I'm talking about. I will play back the times that they appeared on Saturday Night Live. Now, since Mindy Kaling does not have any lines in this, I'm only going to play a portion of it. She appeared on uh, season 35, episode 7. It was November 21st, 2009. Joseph Gordon-Levitt was the host. Dave Matthews Band was the musical guest. By the way, a spectacular episode. If you want to go back and see Joseph Gordon-Levitt, an unbelievable host with one of the best monologues in SNL history. And by the way, that is an episode uh, that I'm working on here for the podcast, Best Monologues in SNL History. And I've uh, got it narrowed down to enough to do at least a part one. So that'll be coming up. Look forward to that, Best Monologues in SNL History. That'll be a future episode of that show. Hasn't been funny in years. So anyway, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, DMB. Um, those are your hosts, your musical guests. Fantastic episode. And this was the second time they did What's Up With That. What's Up With That, of course, featuring the great Kenan Thompson, who hosted what was supposed to be uh, a political um, and uh, topic talk show, but never got to it because uh, DeAndre Cole, the host, always would get distracted by wanting to sing the theme song What's Up With That and have his dancers come out and Jason Sudeikis and Fred Armisen in the background and all that stuff. And it just keeps getting weirder and weirder. It's a one-joke bit that we've talked about many times on this podcast and one of the funniest and weirdest sketches of all time. It's a one-joke bit. He invites three guests on. The third one is always Lindsey Buckingham, played by, by Bill Hader. There's always um, two other celebrities who show up. And uh, he never gets to interview the celebrities because he's too busy breaking into song. That's the joke. And then, well, we're out of time. So you know the bit. Mindy Kaling is the second guest. The first guest here is Al Gore. So Mindy Kaling doesn't get to say anything, but she makes great facial expressions. And at the end, when she is passed over and bumped, um, you hear all kinds of great stuff. But they cut to her every once in a while, making these confused and weird facial expressions, like everybody does, at all the insanity that's happening on the What's Up With That stage. So here, you won't hear her, but you'll hear her referred to, and you can picture her uh, and all of the great facial expressions she's making while she has to appear on What's Up With That. So here's Mindy Kaling's only appearance on SNL. The first of guested but not hosted. Here we go. It's what up with that? Taking on the issues of today with soul. With former Vice President Al Gore. From the office, actress Mindy Kaling. And from Fleetwood Mac, Lindsay Buckingham. morning and I got out of bed had a big old cup of coffee to clear my head telephone ring and you wanna chat, well sit on down and tell me what's up with that ooh what up with that what up with that ooh what up with that what up with that he said, she said, we said me said, what up with that What up with that? What up with that? 
Thank you for joining us on What Up With That. What a big show. It's going to be audacious. It's going to be vivacious. Going to be tenacious. Going to be flirtatious. Going to be loquacious. It's going to be hellacious. It's going to be a hip-hop. Don't drop. Tip-top. Flip-flop. Don't stop. Light the pop. Robocop. Top shop. Hallelujah. What is up with that? What is up with that? What's up with that? I say I got Pac-Man fever and I got it good. Yes. Uh, very well. Let's get down to business. Former Vice President Al Gore is here. He is a staunch advocate for the environment. DeAndre, it is such a pleasure. Pleasure's all mine, Al. Pleasure's all mine. <laughs> now, you have a new book out called Our Choice, a plan to solve the climate crisis. Is that right? I do. This is an issue I've been working on for a long time, and I feel we have all the tools we need to solve this problem, <laughs> except perhaps the political will. Political and will. <laughs> Unfortunately, the United, in the United States, political will is a renewable resource. Renewable resource, yeah. This is a crisis of unprecedented scope. Unprecedented, baby. But I think we're up to the challenge. You got to get up, because I got to say, ooh, we. What up with that? What up with that? What's up with that? What's up with that? Let me tell you one more story. This weekend, I had made some eggs, uh, but I made too many, and I got the egg burp, something terrible. And if you ever had egg burp, you know it's funky. Yes. wonderful Al Gore, <laughs> secret freak Mindy Kaling, <laughs> and yet another apology to Lindsey Buckingham, who was bumped once again. Lindsey, man, you ain't mad at me, are you? Are you mad at me? Ah, man, you ain't mad at me. Man, look at that smile, man. You the man, man. You the man, Lindsey. Okay, until next time, I'm DeAndre Cole, asking you... <laughs> So that's <laughs> so you didn't get to hear Mindy, but she was referred to as Secret Freak, and her or the look on her face when she was referred to by DeAndre as Secret Freak is fantastic. But that's the only time Mindy Kaling has appeared on the show. She didn't even talk. This is a woman whose dream was to be a cast member on Saturday Night Live, who had to turn it down because she was working on The Office. But again, has the has the comedy chops to definitely be a great host. Mindy Kaling should host SNL. Secret Freak, Mindy Kaling should host SNL. Okay, next on the guested but never hosted is um, Laura Dern. Laura Dern should host SNL. She's never hosted. She's appeared one time, and I'll tell you all about that in a second. But um, if you're looking for comedy you know, credentials for her to host, she's a very funny performer. And she mostly is known as a dramatic actress. She's done some very, very intense stuff. But she's worked on weird things. She's worked with Mike White on a lot of stuff, who has a very weird sense of humor. She's worked with David Lynch and done some of the best work of her career with David Lynch. And a lot of the stuff that David Lynch has done with her is weirdly and strangely hilarious. She's done voice work for F is for Family. In Marriage Story, for which she won an Oscar, she's hilarious. She's the comic relief in that movie. She's unbelievable as Diane in Twin Peaks, as I mentioned, the, uh, the Showtime uh, reboot in 2017. Um, uh, she has been in so many great things. Last Man on Earth, she appeared with Will Forte on that. She was in The Mindy Project with Mindy Kaling, as we mentioned. She did great, hilarious stuff on Drunk History. Very funny, weird, and crazy stuff on Enlightened. She was in Little Fockers. She's done voice work for King of the Hill. 
She was on Larry Sanders. She was on Ellen, as we all know. She was on Ellen and on that show and done a lot of comedic roles, including Citizen Ruth, where she's worked with Alexander Payne. This is a qualified comedic actress who should definitely host SNL and would kick ass hosting SNL. Now, she's only appeared once, um, and she has, ne- she has not come back, and it was way back in 1993 when she was dating Jeff Goldblum. Yes, if you remember correctly, she dated Jeff Goldblum for a while. Um, and they were both in Jurassic Park. When Jeff Goldblum hosted season 19, episode 3, this would be October 9th, 1993, Jeff Goldblum was the host, Aerosmith was the musical guest, kind of a classic episode, and Jeff Goldblum, by the way, has only hosted SNL twice. He's another guy who needs to host again. He's fantastic. But Jeff Goldblum, during his monologue, decided that uh, suddenly uh, people were going to ask him questions about Jurassic Park, which at that time, in the fall of 1993, had become the biggest movie ever. And you will hear that during his monologue. Laura Dern shows up during the monologue, as does uh, during a question and answer period. You will hear some assorted SNL writers. You will hear Sarah Silverman. You will hear Dave Attell. You will hear Norm MacDonald and Tom Davis all asking questions during host Jeff Goldblum's um, monologue in 1993. And then Laura Dern, who was dating him at the time, pops up. And this is the only time that Laura Dern has ever appeared on SNL. Here it is. Thank you very much. <laughs> it's great to be hosting Saturday Night Live, really. I, I had a great uh, summer. You know, of course, I was in uh, that movie, Jurassic Park. Yeah. Uh, I, you know. Thank you. And uh, I, I guess a lot of you have seen it because as of last week, Jurassic Park surpassed uh, E.T. to become the highest grossing movie of all time. So, so I guess the guy who made E.T. must be kind of bummed out right now. Uh, yeah, I heard E.T. phoned home and he didn't get an answer because everybody was out watching Jurassic Park. Uh, <laughs> uh, sir, yes, yes, you have, a, you have a question? I thought you were great in Jurassic Park. Oh, thank you. Was it scary working with all those dinosaurs? Uh, well, n- no, not really. You know, I had to act afraid, but they weren't real dinosaurs. They were just a combination of, uh, you know, computer animation and animatronic puppets. Yes? Yeah, uh, what did you feed the dinosaurs? (laughs) Well, the the dinosaurs didn't eat anything uh, because, as I just explained, they're not real. Yes, yes, you have a question. Uh, The Tyrannosaurus Rex was really incredible. That was real, right? (laughs) (laughs) Joke? No, no, no. The Tyrannosaurus Rex, like all dinosaurs, has been extinct for 65 million years. None of the dinosaurs in the movie were real. Yes. Um, I'm thinking of taking a vacation in Jurassic Park. Uh... (laughs) What's the best time of year to go? Well, there's no such place as Jurassic Park. I'm an actor. That was all pretend. And, you you know, don't you get it? (laughs) Yes, uh, Miss... Were any dinosaurs hurt in the making of this movie? <laughs> Maybe I'm not making myself clear. Listen, once and for all, uh, none of the dinosaurs were real. They were all special effects. They don't exist. Okay? S- yes. Yeah, I uh, read that some of the dinosaurs in uh, that movie were uh, were fake. Is that, uh, <laughs> that true? Yes, fake. Fake. They were I, fake. I, I, I like the fly. Oh, thank you very much. Do you, you have a question? You have a question about the movie The Fly? Um, yes, I do. Um, were the dinosaurs in The Fly real? <laughs> <laughs> there weren't any dinosaurs in the movie The Fly, and even if we wanted to have put dinosaurs in the movie, we couldn't have because they're extinct. They don't exist. Do you understand? Well, what, what movie is it I'm thinking of where there were real dinosaurs? I, I don't know. I'm, Jurassic Park, probably? Yes, yes that's it. Uh, now, those dinosaurs were really scary. Thank you very much. Okay, last question. Is there one more question? Yeah, I have a question. Yes. So, do you remember uh, when we were in the Jeep and the T-Rex attacked us? God, weren't you scared it was going to eat us? (laughs) Yes, I was very scared. (laughs) 
Thanks, honey. <laughs> okay, we've got a great show for you. Aerosmith is here. Dinosaurs don't exist, and we'll be right back. Very funny. Um, yeah, that's the only time that, uh, that Laura Dern uh, has ever appeared on Saturday Night Live. Did a great job, was very funny, um, and uh, was wonderful. And at that time, she was dating Jeff Goldblum in the biggest movie of all time. But she needs to host SNL. Laura Dern needs to host SNL, and to me, it's uh, astonishing that she hasn't just yet. Okay, moving on on the list of guested but never hosted, who should host, Leonardo DiCaprio. Um, I think Leonardo DiCaprio, obviously, is a terrific actor um, and has done a lot of great movies and, you know, has worked with incredible directors like, Lean, uh, like uh, uh, Martin Scorsese. And, of course, their, you know, um, their work together, their partnership has been pretty amazing, including one of the best films of just this past year, um, Killers of the Flower Moon. Um, and, uh, you know, DiCaprio has always been solid. And he's mostly known as a very intense actor obviously off screen he's a guy who likes to party he's a guy who likes to date younger women he clearly likes to have fun he clearly likes to laugh and drink and party and all that stuff so that comes through in a lot of his movies I think Leonardo DiCaprio is gifted in the comedy department and even in the heavy movies he does there are moments of laughter but just in terms of comedy I mean he was in Don't Look Up a movie I hated but a lot of people really liked but that's a comedy he was hilarious in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood um, did great work in that, and very funny in Wolf of Wall Street, which was a Scorsese movie, but for most intents and purposes, Wolf of Wall Street's a comedy, and he's very funny in it. And of course, he got his start on sitcoms. He did Critters 3, which was a goofy, funny movie, and he was in Growing Pains, and in interviews, and um, you know, on the set, he is known to be a prankster. He's known to be a funny guy. He is a very funny dude. He's naturally funny, and I know that he would kick ass as a host on Saturday Night Live. Now, he's only appeared once on SNL, um, and it was season 39, episode 12, January 25th, 2014. Jonah Hill was the uh, host, and Bastille was the musical guest. Um, at that time, Jonah Hill was riding high. It was his second Oscar nomination. It was third time hosting SNL. He came out to do his monologue, and he gets a little showy and starts to be kind of a jerk during his monologue. Um, and uh, this was when Wolf of Wall Street was out. And Leo shows up. To confront him, and they end up recreating, you won't be able to see it, but they end up recreating the famous Titanic moment where Kate Winslet has her arms out and Leo is behind her holding her and saying that they can fly. It's a very funny bit, and Leo, Leonardo DiCaprio is hysterical in it. Uh, you will hear other voices in this because, again, like a lot of monologues, it has the question and answer thing that you hear that they go to a lot on SNL monologues. The great Noel Wells shows up, John Mulvaney shows up, Taron Killam doing Brad Pitt, doing an imitation of Brad Pitt shows up as well. And then the real Leonardo DiCaprio comes in to call out Jonah Hill on what he's doing. So from 2014, this was when uh, Wolf of Wall Street was in theaters doing really well. Jonah Hill's monologue from Saturday Night Live, the only time that Leonardo DiCaprio has ever appeared on SNL. Thank you. Thank you. It is so great to be back here hosting SNL for a third time. Honestly, my whole life feels like a dream come true right now between Moneyball and Wolf of Wall Street and getting nominated for my second Academy Award, you know, I, I, just, uh, I, just, I just couldn't be more grateful. And you know, the thing about being an, an Oscar-nominated actor... Um, excuse me? Uh, yes, can I help you? Um, hi. Uh, I was just uh, wondering, what's it, what, what is it like working with Leonardo DiCaprio? Oh, I wasn't uh, really opening up the floor for questions, but okay. Uh, <laughs> Leo, which is short for Leonardo, you know, he's a terrific guy. He's still, you know, learning, but he's obviously a huge star. Anyway, when I do an Oscar movie... Hi. Yes, you, sir. Um, what's Leo's hair like? Is it, is it like, beautiful? <laughs> I, I don't know. It's, it's decent, I guess. Not that memorable. Kind of like mine, maybe a little worse. Y yes. You, Brad Pitt. Hey, man. <laughs> Just wanted to say, I had a blast working with you in Moneyball. Okay. And you have developed into a great dramatic actor. Oh, my God. Thank you, Bradley. I mean, that's really nice of you to say. Also, uh, what's DiCaprio like, huh? <laughs> I bet he was the best. Okay. 
Okay, look, you, you want to know the truth? The truth is, Leo wasn't even supposed to be in the movie, okay? Here's what happened. I call up Marty Scorsese. I say, Marty, it's J.H. I'm ready to get in the ring together. He says, finally. Then I say, should we get DiCaprio on board? And Marty says, I don't know if he can handle it. Sure, he's a movie star. He puts teenage girls in the seats. But we need a real actor like you, okay? That's what... question. What the hell are you doing, man? Oh, nothing much. I was pretty much just talking you up big time, just saying what a baller you were at acting. No, no, I don't think you were, man. I mean, I actually came here to support you. I've been backstage the whole time. Oh, you, you were? You, you, were, yeah. you were backstage? That's weird, man. <laughs> Maybe the acoustics are messed up or something, because... I was totally ho hyping you up. I was like, hey, you know what's eating Gilbert Grape? This dude right here, he, he's taking a big old bite of that juicy grape, you know? You know? Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was like, uh, you know, this guy Leo taught me everything I know, and, and I'd be nothing without him, and he's like such a model, both physically, like he has the looks of a model, but also like a role model, and, and really charitable, plus the aviator. Jonah, you know? Jonah, Jonah, just forget about all that, okay? <laughs> Why don't you just be honest about what you're doing right now? Seriously. I was, uh, I was like being a big shot. Right. <laughs> what did we say about acting like a big shot in public like this? We said that like, like I shouldn't do it, like I shouldn't be a big shot, or whatever. Right, and what should you do instead? Just like, try to like, be the best version of me or whatever. <laughs> Jonah, I, I knew this was gonna happen if you got nominated, but you don't have to pretend anymore. You're a real actor now. You should be humble, you should be gracious. You get it? Yeah, I'm sorry, I just, I just got so excited, you know? Oh, I, I know, I remember. <laughs> hey, Lee. Yeah, Jake? Remember when we were on set and I, and I, I would get really nervous? Yeah, 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 I remember. Can we do the thing we always did every day, the thing that made me feel safe? Is it gonna help you be uh, less nervous? Yeah. Yeah, sure, we could do it. All right. Thanks, man. Very funny monologue, and DiCaprio was hilarious. He should host. He should host. He's got comedy chops, and I think he would be great. Um, I don't know if at this point, though, because just he's so associated with serious stuff and Scorsese and Oscars and all that kind of stuff. Um, I don't know. He should just let loose and, and host. I would love to see Leo host. All right, next on the list of guested but never hosted, Mark Wahlberg. Now, um, Mark Wahlberg, it's, it, it is amazing to me that he's never hosted. He's only appeared once in a cameo. Um, and I will play that. But Mark Wahlberg obviously has comedy chops. Um, he's done a lot of bad movies, and uh, you know he might be a weirdo in real life and a little bit hard to take in that regard. But he's capable of doing really, really funny stuff. He can be funny in serious movies. He can be, he can be funny in comedies. Um, I mean, he's done a lot of comedies. Some of them are terrible. He did the two Daddy's Homes movies, which aren't very good. He did Family Man. Um, Uncharted is another one. Uh, the Ted sequel, Ted and Ted 2, in which he's hilarious with the, with the filthy uh, talking uh, teddy bear, the Seth MacFarlane movie. Um, he obviously produced Entourage and appeared in Entourage, and that was based on his life, and it's very funny. Um, he was in Date Night. Uh, he was in I Heart Huckabees. He was hilarious in I Heart Huckabees. Absolutely hilarious in that movie. And also, same director. He was in The Three Kings and very funny in that. Uh, Renaissance Man. And he'd been, he's done a lot of comedies. 
And he's in what I think is the funniest Will Ferrell movie of all time, and that's The Other Guys that Adam McKay made before he became a pretentious one-note message uh, director who's just made bad movies since then. But he's unbelievably funny in The Other Guys. I think Mark Wahlberg gives the funniest performance in a Will Ferrell movie, and that's The Other Guys. And if you want, you can include The Happening, M. Night Shyamalan's uh, ridiculous movie, one of the worst movies ever made. But his performance is hilarious in that. Maybe it's not supposed to be, but it is. But I think Mark Wahlberg has a lot of comedy chops, and I think he would be a fantastic guest, uh, a fantastic host on SNL. Now, he only appeared once, um, and it was uh, on, <laughs> it was on uh, season 34, episode 5, October 18, 2008. Josh Brolin was the host. Adele was the musical guest. Now, the week before, on episode four of that season, Andy Samberg did this thing called Mark Wahlberg Talks to Animals, where he did his impression of Mark Wahlberg, which is a very funny impression, and all it was was him talking to animals and walking up to different, like a chicken or a dog or a donkey or whatever, and saying, hey, how's it going? I'm Mark Wahlberg. Uh, Say hello to your mother for me. And it was absolutely hilarious and weird and one of the funnier things that Andy Samberg did that season. And evidently, Mark Wahlberg was watching it at home and got pissed and said, man, you know, because Mark Wahlberg is not known in real life for having the greatest sense of humor. He takes things very seriously. And then uh, he thought about it. He's like, yeah, I guess that's really funny. And the next week, he showed up doing a cameo on the show uh, looking for Andy Samberg. Like, he's pissed about this ridiculous, inaccurate impression that he did the week before. So Wahlberg shows up on that episode on October 18, 2008. Now, a lot of cameos on that episode, by the way, because it was Josh Brolin, your host, Adele was a musical guest, Tina Fey showed up, Sarah Palin showed up, Alec Baldwin showed up. That was right during the, the, the height of the 2008 election. And so, you know, Tina Fey had been playing Sarah Palin, Sarah Palin shows up, Alec Baldwin shows up. Um, so there were a lot of cameos, and one of them included Mark Wahlberg looking for Andy Samberg to get revenge on what he thought was an inaccurate and unfair impression that he did of him the week before. So here's Mark Wahlberg's only appearance on Saturday Night Live. I think he should host. Ha! Hey, Andy. Oh, Mark Wahlberg. Hi. How are you? <laughs> oh, not so good, Andy. I mean, I saw the last show. You did? Yes, I did, and I got to tell you, I'm very upset about this imitation you did with the animals. I mean, what is that? Yeah, it was just a stupid thing we did. It was stupid. Well, I got to be honest with you, buddy. I've been thinking about breaking that big, beautiful nose of yours. Sure, sure, it's big and beautiful. Well, you know what? I decided not to, being the church-going guy that I am, but, I mean, it's nothing like me. What was that? I, you know, I agree with you, and the thing that I'd like to say... Hey, how you doing? Hey, Amy Poehler. How's it going? Pretty good. You're pregnant. What's that all about, huh? Um, I don't know. Well, it's nice to see you. Say hi to your mother for me. So, Andy, where were we? Uh, you were saying my impression was way off? Yeah, I mean, look, I don't get it. It was very inaccurate, you know? Again, yep. Hey, Mark. Hey, Josh Rowland. How yeah. you doing? I'm good, I'm good. You were in the Goonies movie, right? Uh, I produce Entourage. Yeah, Say I, hi I to your mother for me, okay? Okay. And your stepmother. Look, Mark, I, I didn't mean any offense, man. You know, I'm a fan of your movies. Oh, and I... Hold on a second. Hey. Hey, donkey. Hey, what's up, Mark? How's it going? You live in a barn, right? I'm in Max Payne. Have you seen that movie? Okay, donkey. Say hi to your mother for me. So, look. Andy, I'm actually, I'm glad we had this talk. I feel better now. Good. Yeah, me too. Say hi to your mother for me. Mm-hmm. You know what? I'm not going to go there. Give All me right. a hug. Come on, we're going to hug it All out, right. bitch. All right. God bless you. God bless you. Never again, okay? Okay. Okay. All right. So there it is. Uh, so very funny bit. Uh, you know, in real life, he was pissed when he first saw the impression. Then he showed up the next week and did a really great job making fun of himself. He's got a great sense of humor, and he's been very funny in other movies. And I'm surprised that Mark Wahlberg has never hosted. All right. Next on the list of guested but never hosted, Susan Sarandon. Now, I think Susan Sarandon is obviously a terrific actress. She's won an Academy Award. She's been working for years and years and years in both television and in film. Um, and uh, has done some, you know, weird movies here and weird TV shows there but has exhibited a lot of, a lot of great 
comic timing and great sensibility. Um, she was in the Jesus Rolls, you know, the sequel to uh, Big Lebowski that John Turturro did. She's done voice work for American Dad and Robot Chicken. She was in Zoolander, both Zoolander movies. She appeared on 30 Rock. She appeared on Friends, obviously. Um, you know, she was in Bob Roberts, very funny movie she did with uh, her then partner, Tim Robbins. Obviously, she's in Bull Durham, which is a very funny movie. She has great comedy moments in that. And of course, one of her first movies is the Rocky Horror Picture Show, which is hilarious. Rocky Horror is great, and she's very funny in it. And it's surprising that she's never hosted uh, SNL. Now, she did appear once. Again, you don't hear her, but you do see her. And it was in the uh, Lonely Island video sequel to Dick in a Box. Um, uh, This uh, video that she's in, she's in a video called Mother Lover, which she co-stars with Patricia Clarkson. In it, Patricia Clarkson plays Justin Timberlake's mom, and Susan Sarandon plays uh, Andy Samberg's mom, and the two idiots who did Dick in a Box, the boy band bearded, you know, sculpted beard uh, guys, uh, are getting out of jail because they got arrested for walking around with their dicks in boxes. And at the beginning of the video, they're walking out, and they throw out their, their boxes, and this was the sequel to Dick in a Box. It appeared on episode uh, 21 of season 34. So season 34, episode 21, May 9th, 2009. Justin Timberlake was the host. Sierra was the musical guest. Um, and this was Mother Lover. So you'll hear the video. Again, Susan Sarandon is in it doing some very funny stuff. And the, I, the idea is that uh, Justin Timberlake is going to have sex with uh, Andy Samberg's uh, mom, played by Susan Sarandon. And Andy Samberg is going to have sex with Justin Timberlake's mom, played by Patricia Clarkson. Patricia Clarkson and Susan Sarandon, both known as, you know, very serious actresses and a lot of critical acclaim, but they both can be very funny. Patricia Clarkson has never hosted either. I would love to see her host. But right now we're talking about Susan Sarandon. So here's Mother Lover. It's the sequel to Dick in a Box. Susan Sarandon is hilarious in it, and she should host us. Day. 
Yeah, fantastic. Um, I just love that, and it's hilarious to listen to. And that's Mother Lover. That was the sequel to Dick in a Box. Um, and Susan Sarandon appeared in that, had a great time. Um, and the, she was told by her son that she had to do it. She told her son, who at the time I think was 15, um, and she's like, I just got this offer to do Saturday Night Live to this thing, to do this mother lover thing. And her son was like, you have to do it. Dick in the Box is one of the funniest things of all time. You have to do it. And so she did it for her son, and she's very funny in it. And she should host SNL. So anyway, uh, the last person on the list who has guested but never hosted, who should definitely host SNL, was imitated in a, in, a, uh, in a clip a little bit earlier, and that's Brad Pitt. Taron Killam did, a, did an imitation of him in a Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt should host Saturday Night Live. Brad Pitt is hilarious. Brad Pitt has been funny in movies, and yes, he's known mostly as a serious actor um, and a producer and, you know, um, you know a guy who has, uh, a, guy who has a, a lot of causes that he stands up for. He's been in the public eye, sex symbol, all that kind of stuff as a producer, you know, all the stuff that he's done. But here's a guy who needs to host SNL. He's hilarious. Um, I mean, last year, Babylon. He had some hilarious moments in Babylon. Lost City, that terrible movie with Sandra Bullock um, and Channing Tatum. He was unbelievably funny in that movie. He had a small role in that. Um, Once Upon a Time in uh, Hollywood, he won the Academy Award for that, deservedly so, for Best Supporting Actor. And not only is he solid in it, you know, dramatically, but he's hilarious in it. He's great. He's very, very funny. In Glorious Bastards, he's hilarious in that. Um, the Oceans movies, The Oceans 11, 12, 13, he's great in that. He's done great voices for King of the Hill. He was hilarious in Snatch, by far the best part of Guy Ritchie's terrible movie, Snatch. Great in Fight Club, has great comedic moments in that, has hilarious moments in 12 Monkeys. And Coen Brothers movie, Burn After Reading, one of the funniest performances I've ever seen in my life is given by Brad Pitt and Burn After Reading. He is absolutely hilarious in that. And, of course, his role as Dick Ritchie's roommate in True Romance is one of the funniest burnouts ever in the history of movies. He is hilarious, and he should host SNL. Now, he has appeared on SNL twice, and I'm going to play the two times he's appeared on SNL. And I think I've already said, I've proven enough that Brad Pitt should host SNL. I think everybody who's listening to this right now is saying, yes, why hasn't Brad Pitt hosted SNL? And why what wouldn't he and he should immediately? So number one on my list of guested, not hosted, is SNL. So the first time he ever appeared on Saturday Night Live was in a cold open. By the way, both of the times he appeared on Saturday Night Live were in cold opens. So he got to say, both times he got to say live from New York at Saturday night. But anyway, the first time he appeared was on season 24, episode 5, November 7th, 1998. It was the first time David Spade came back to host. So he had left the show had his own TV series, started making movies like Tommy Boy and things like that. So David Spade came back to host Eagle Eye Cherry, which will give you an exact indication of what time period this was, was the musical guest. And in the cold open, David Spade is on a couch in a psychiatrist's office, in a therapist's office. And the cold open is David Spade talking to his therapist, who, as the camera pulls out, turns out to be Brad Pitt. So here's the first of two times that Brad Pitt has appeared in SNL. Cold open from 1998 as David Spade's therapist. Doctor, I appreciate you seeing me on such short notice. It's been really weird coming back to the show this week. I mean, it's fun, but it's different. People keep getting mad at me because I can't remember everyone's name. Like that Jim Meadows guy. You mean Tim Meadows. Are you sure, black guy? That's right. Oh, yeah. When I try to talk about the good old days with Rock and Sandler and Farley, everyone just rolls their eyes, bored. I think the biggest problem is that I'm extra famous now, and it bothers people, you know? Mm. And the second problem is I'm on a hit show. Mm-hmm. And is it really a hit show? Well, yeah. Like Friends? Well, no, but that's on Thursdays. It's, it's complicated. Okay. I'm sorry. Continue, please. You don't understand. Do you know how many people saw Tommy Boy? It's what's known as a worldwide hit. I am an international superstar. It's different. I think I understand. No, you don't. It's like jail. It cripples my travel plans. I'm like a sideshow, some sort of freak. I'm huge in Finland. I can't step foot in Peru. I want to. I can't. So being in a show business environment is kind of a safe place for you, isn't it? (laughs) I wish. I'm even getting too big for that. Like a few nights ago, I went to see the world premiere of this movie, Meet Joe Black. 
Cameras flashing. Paparazzi everywhere. How many pictures do you need? I curse the paparazzi. I curse the tabloids. Oh. So you find yourself in the tabloids a lot? No, not yet. But I feel it coming any day now. Well, we're about out of time. Uh, David, is there anything else? Yeah. I'm a sex symbol now. It's very uncomfortable. It's really a curse. Every week, I'm with a different supermodel. Word on the street is, you're not really into chicks. What's that? What street? Okay, time's uh -huh. up. Okay, thank... You know who you look like? You? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I hear that a lot. Do you? Mm. Must be flattering. Oh, yeah, it certainly <laughs> is. So, anywho, what'd you write down there? Anything I need to know? Well, <laughs> just this. Live from New York. It's Saturday night. There it is. And so that, that's the cold open he did with David Spade. Uh, not the most brilliantly written thing. Uh, obviously, Spade uh, co-wrote that. Um, and, you know, uh, that was a continuing joke that David Spade always had. He always thought he was hotter than he really was and had a bigger ego than he should. And it went along with the whole David Spade thing. It was very funny, and he was great, and he was obviously there to promote... Um, you know, meet Joe Black, and at that time he was uh, he was with Jennifer Aniston, and that's why there's a Friends joke in there. But he did a great job. He looked good and all that stuff. And then the second time he appeared on SNL, Brad Pitt, was a very weird time. It was a very weird show, a once-in-a-lifetime show. It was season 45, episode 17. It took place on April 25th, 2020, and it was SNL at home because this was at the height of the lockdown. This was in when we were all locked down. Um, and everybody was terrified of what was going on with the coronavirus, and we didn't know what was happening, and we had a goofball in the White House who didn't know what the hell he was talking about, and we were worried about getting sick and dying, and people were dying. There was a, a body count every day on TV about this, and so they did an episode of Saturday Night Live where everybody was at home. It was remote. Everybody had their Zoom cameras, and everybody had their things, and uh, they did an entire episode without a live audience that was all in different people, people's houses. Um, and it was on uh, April 25th, 2020. Miley Cyrus was the musical guest, and she performed, obviously, from home. And it was the first time in 36 years that there was no host. The last time before that was on October 6th, uh, 1984. It was the season 10 episode uh, premiere um, when they thought it would be a good idea not to have a host. Thompson Twins were the musical guest that night. So this was the first time in 2020. This was the first time in 36 years that there was no host. So there was no host, and it was all you know done from people's apartments because we were all in lockdown. We were all terrified. We didn't know what was going on with the coronavirus. And the cold open had um, Brad Pitt playing uh, Dr. Fauci. Now, at that point, Dr. Fauci had become like this hero. Um, he was, he was, you know, giving us the news that we wanted to hear. We had a president who didn't know what the hell he was talking about and talking about in drinking bleach and doing all kinds of stuff. So Dr. Fauci was this voice of reason at a time when we didn't know what was going on, when everybody was scared and we were reaching out for some sort of comfort and some sort of knowledge about what was going on with this mysterious virus that caused us all to stay in, that shut down the entire world and that caused a bunch of deaths. So in this SNL episode, which featured other, a ton of cameos, people from home, Charles Barkley, DJ Khaled, Fred Armisen, Jason Sudeikis, John Mulaney, Adam Sandler and his family, Rob Schneider and his family, Bad Bunny, Paul Rudd, among others, all showed up um, doing these shows, doing this entire show from home. The cold open was Brad Pitt playing Dr. Fauci, which I will play for you. And it's hilarious because they asked Dr. Fauci at the time, who would you like uh, to play you? Who do you think who should impersonate you on SNL? And he went, I want Brad Pitt to impersonate me. Brad Pitt heard that uh, and decided that he was going to do that. So this is the cold open that he did for the SNL at home um, episode, which was done during the height of COVID or coronavirus uh, during the lockdown, where Brad Pitt plays Dr. <laughs> Dr. Fauci. And this was the second time that Brad Pitt had on SNL. Now. A message from one of the lead members of the White House Coronavirus Task Force, Dr. Anthony Fauci. Good evening. I'm Dr. Anthony Fauci. First, I'd like to thank all the older women in America who have sent me supportive, inspiring, and sometimes graphic emails. Now, there's been a lot of misinformation out there about the virus. And yes, the President has taken some liberties with our guidelines. So tonight, I would like to explain what the president was trying to say. And remember, let's all keep an open mind. We had some, we had a great meeting today with a lot of the great companies and uh, they're gonna have vaccines, I think, relatively soon. Relatively soon is 
An interesting phrase. Relative to the entire history of Earth, sure, uh, the vaccine's gonna come real fast. But if you were to tell a friend, I'll be over relatively soon, and then showed up a year and a half later, well, your friend may be relatively pissed off. We have done an incredible job. Mm -hmm. We're going to continue. It's going to disappear. One day, it's like a miracle. It will disappear. A miracle would be great. Who doesn't love miracles? But miracles shouldn't be plan A. Even Soli tried to land at the airport first. Anybody that needs a test gets a test. We, they're there. They have the tests. And the tests are beautiful. OK, a couple of things. I don't know if I would describe the test as beautiful, unless your idea of beauty is having a cotton swab tickle your brain. Also, when he said everyone can get a test, what he meant was almost no one. You can call it a germ, you can call it a flu, you can call it a virus, you, know, you can call it many different names. I'm not sure anybody even knows what it is. We know what it is. And then I see the disinfectant where it knocks it out in a minute, one minute. And is there a way we can do something like that uh, by injection? Supposing we hit the body with a tremendous, uh, whether it's ultraviolet or just very powerful light. I know I shouldn't be touching my face, but... Now, there is a rumor that the president is going to fire me. Let's see what he said about that. Today I walk in, I hear I'm going to fire him. I'm not firing him. I think he's a wonderful guy. So, yeah, I'm getting fired. But until then, I'm going to be there putting out the facts for whoever's listening. And when I hear things like the virus can be cured if everyone takes the Tide Pod challenge, I'll be there to say, please don't. And to the real Dr. Fauci, thank you for your calm and your clarity in this unnerving time. And thank you to the medical workers, first responders, and their families for being on the front line. And now, live, kinda, from all across America, it's Saturday night. Yeah, and I kind of... Um an historic uh, show and a show that was uh, that was interesting to watch uh, at a very scary time. So so anyway, Brad Pitt uh, having a great sense of humor and a very scary time and appeared twice on SNL. He should host. So those are the people that I think should host. They've guessed it, but they've not host. Mindy Kaling, Laura Dern, Leonardo DiCaprio, Mark Wahlberg, uh, Susan Sarandon and Brad Pitt. Those are the people that should host. They have already guessed it now. As I said before at the beginning of the, uh, of the episode here, I want to hear from you. Who do you think should host Saturday Night Live who has never hosted Saturday Night Live? Who do you think you think and you go, oh, my God, I can't believe this person has never hosted? Give me your thoughts on that and more. 773-417-6948. If you want to email me, it's nickdpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, my thanks to uh, Ed and everybody at Radio Misfits. Please check out our 24-hour streaming service, radiomisfits.live, where you can hear great music and great podcasts, including this one and my podcast, the other podcast, Nick D Podcast, that you can hear uh, Tuesdays and Fridays dropping at radiomisfits.com and every other format. Uh, please share, like, rate, review us, and all that cool stuff. My thanks to Jason Skaggs, who composed and performed the opening theme and this great closing theme to that show hasn't been funny in years. That's the great Jason Skaggs. And I want to thank you for listening and for subscribing. Please spread the word. Saturday Night Live continues. This podcast continues. That show hasn't been funny in years. Episode 54 is next. We'll see you then. Good night and have a pleasant tomorrow. <laughs>